do not be worried. When, I, when we watch little videos like that and uh, you see Jonah being thrown up on the land out of the fish's mouth there, that I would be worried. <laughs> totally. <coughs> and as we read uh, the newspapers or we watch TV or we listen to the radio, all we hear is depressing news for a lot of people in today's society. You know, no wonder people are stressed today. There's money problems, how to cope with rising costs, how they're to manage in times ahead. And they are saying that things might even get worse. Might even get worse. But today, is it possible, is it possible to live a stress-free in today's society? It's a good question and we should all ask ourselves because stress is one of the prevailing characteristics in today's world. It's because we live in a, a tension-charged, fast-paced world that is full of demands and complexities. They cause uh, the stress levels of people in our society to reach epidemic proportions. But a couple of questions we, much, we, much, we must ask ourselves, does Jesus offer us a stress-free life today? And does the Bible offer us solutions to a stress-free life also? <coughs> you know, I believe the answer to both of these questions is yes. And that's what I want us to look at this morning. So what is a, a biblical picture of stress-free living? Well, let's look at some of the portions of scriptures found in Matthew's Gospel that shows us very clearly that Jesus intended for us to have a, a stress-free life. And here's a quick overview of what uh, Hayden's just read out, read out to us. It says, do not worry about your life. Look at the birds of the air. Why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. If God so clothes the grass of the field, will he not much more clothe you? But seek first the kingdom of God. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry, worry about its own things. You know, today, we've got sufficient troubles of our own. You know, in this passage of scripture, offers us some real hope in today's fast-paced world that is full of all these modern-day complexities. So what about stress in our lives today? You know, stress is simply defined as a, a factor that creates a mental, emotional, physical strain. It's a state of unresolved tension arising from pressures, irritation and demands on life. And in biblical terms, the word affliction is probably the, the closest equivalent to the word stress. It's because affliction can also be de defined as the pressure which affects a person's life. It's a broad term which includes many factors which contribute to stress. Also, affliction in the Greek means anguish, burden, persecution, tribulations and troubles. So what, we what do we have to do, sorry, what do we have to keep in mind that God did not promise us 
that we would be ex is that God did not promise us that we would be exempt from all these things that cause stress and anxiety, but rather he would enable us to live in such a way that these things would not affect us. So none of us are exempt from stress, down to the richest person in the world, down to the poorest. We, they will all have stress somewhere along the line. John 16 verse 33 says these, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So stress today is a universal problem which troubles Christians and unbelievers alike. Even Paul referred to stress he experienced when he wrote, we were pressed out of measure. They were put under such pressure. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8 says, For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. So this morning you may ask yourself, how do you know whether you experience stress or not? Maybe you are, and maybe you're not even aware of it. You may think that you are experiencing a normal function in life, but stress can breed a host of destructive symptoms which affect us mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. And stress often produces a sense of anxiety as well, frustration, restlessness and depression. And I think if you once again look in the newspapers and on the TV, that word depression is one of the most in the forefront that we hear about. It creates a feeling of hopelessness and disillusionment which undermines a person's sense of direction and meaning in life. But most of all, stress can keep you from fulfilling God's purpose in your life as well. So what are the common causes of stress in our lives today? There are a number of things that can contribute to stress the way we live our lives. The unrelenting pressures of life, the constant challenges of and deadlines of our society today, and the, and the ever-changing state of our unstable world. You know, the, the way the world is today, you, you can be on the, the good side one day and you can be on the, the wrong side the next day. You know, you've got to think of the pressures of the fear and the uncertainties our brothers and sisters are having around the world. You know, you just got to look at Sudan, all those people trying to get out of Sudan. The uncertainty is that they will or they won't. What's going to happen in a couple of days' time concerning the future, contributing to the, all the stress that they have? Here are some of the things that also can affect us in ourselves. The tempo or the the strain of demands and responsibilities, the failure to seek adequate rest and re relaxation. People don't understand that if we don't get enough rest and relaxation, how it impinges on our life. A poor use of time 
Are we spending our time on godly things or on the worldly things? Do we get our priorities right? What about spiritual conflicts? A tendency, a tendency to overextend ourselves. You know, we, we think we can keep on going and going and going. But times, God is telling us just to slow down and look at your life. What about a lack of exercise? Not just physical exercise, but what about our spiritual minds? Do we keep exercising our spiritual minds? Insufficient communion with God. Are we spending time, enough time in church and with brothers and sisters? What about our emotional problems today? And here's the biggie. What about sin in our lives today? So if we have this unresolved stress, it can become destructive in our lives. And the accumulated effect of long-standing stress, they, they, call, they give it a great name now, don't they? They call it a burnout syndrome. You know, when, when I was at work, that's all you used to get out of the, the big wigs. Uh, what you don't burn yourself out, you know, you're doing too much, you, you know. Burnout syndrome. Never, you never heard of it years ago, did you? So what are the principles for stress-free living? Or are there principles for stress-free living? Let's keep in mind that God desires for each one of us as his precious children to live a stress-free life that is rich in his fulfilment. Psalm 66 verse 12 says, We went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfilment. It doesn't matter what we go through, God is always there. So when we look to God's solution in any matter, that has a tendency to bring stress in our lives, he will bring us out. And he will bring us into that rich fulfilment today. And the key is learning to trust him. And his ways rather than our poorly devised plans. You know, we've always got thoughts in our minds and how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that. But what about letting God do it today? So let's look at some of God's principles for a a stress-free living. First off, we must see things from God's perspective. You know, life is filled with a, a variety of circumstances. Each one of our lives today in this room are totally different. Some situations are positive and some are negative. However, the circumstances we encounter, regardless of the nature, often produce feelings of stress for us. This is especially true of the adverse situations which suddenly affect or alter the course of our lives and how we live them. And a great deal of our stress can be alleviated or minimised by viewing our circumstances from a godly perspective today. Are we walking with God fully? Well, it's a case of if we fail to perceive our life situations at any point as God perceives them, then we become susceptible to stress. In other words, if you're not walking right with God, you will fail. <coughs> Romans 8 verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for, for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. You know, this can be a, 
a real liberating revelation this morning which has the potential of freeing us from much of the self-imposed stress we experience by seeing our circumstances in a negative light. A lot of people just look on the negative. They never think of what the positives are with God. In one of Germany's uh, <coughs> famous art galleries, there's a painting called Cloud Lane. The tongue was at the end of a, a long, dark passageway. It appears to be a hugely ugly, massive, confused colour, a really unattractive painting. But upon a closer examination, when you get right up to it, you see what is on that canvas is innumerable company of angels. You know, Theodore Kuller writes, how often the soul that is frightened by a trial sees nothing but a conglomeration of broken expectations. But if he analyzes the situation from a position of faith, he will soon discover that the cloud is God's wonderful chariot of providence full of angels of mercy. In other words, you know, what you see in your life might be all mixed up but God has got a promise for you at the end of that. You know, secondly, we need to deal with unresolved sins and conflicts. Hebrews 12 verses 1-2 says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance of the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So it is our sin that generates our tensions, or our inner conflicts, and it, if it's unresolved, whether they are public or private, we must sincerely seek Christ's cleansing power and forgiveness. You know, it said there, it is there, public or private. You know, nothing is hidden from God. You've just seen it on the video there. You know, even though he wanted to go elsewhere, he tried to run away, he tried to sail away. You know, it didn't matter. Nothing is hidden from God. So whatever your conflicts may be today, Learn to deal with them as they come up. Look to God. Pray to God. Because the more you put them off, the more they pile on one on top of another. The more stress you'll experience within the problems. Also, conflicts with others create incredible amounts of stress. If, you, if you've had an argument with someone, don't harbour it up. I remember when me and Carol were getting married, uh, the minister who married us uh, spoke to us just before the, the, the following weekend and he said to us, I'm going to give you a word of advice now. And he said, if you have an argument during the day, always make it up on the night before you go to bed because the next day you never know what might happen. You know, and uh, we've done, oh, well, we've tried to do that. <laughs> and I hope, I hope we, we, it keeps going that way. 
you know, if you're harboring hostility or hatred or resentment or, or any offence, we should seek general uh, reconciliation or healing or forgiveness through the scriptural steps that God provides for us. He shows us the way. He leads us. Matthew 5 verses 23 and 24 says, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there, there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Thirdly, we must redeem our time today and in the coming days. Many people waste their time and manage it poorly and this inevitably results in a stress-filled uh, consciousness. Ephesians 5, 15 and 16 say, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. This also involves pacing ourselves in such a way that we do not take on too much in a given time, but we understand our limitations. This also involves taking time for our rest and re relaxation. You know, we, we cannot work and keep going 24 hours a day. So we need to give everything to God in prayer. <coughs> Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You know, a great deal of stress is a direct result of shouldering burdens of life without turning to the Lord in prayer. 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. And this this is true in most of our lives, isn't it? When, when we, we've got burdens or we've got problems, we tend to forget the one person that can deal with situations like that. Situations that are maybe out of our control, but God can deal with whatever we have. You know, when we fail to release our problems and our cares to Christ, we begin to experience increasing anxiety and fear in our lives. And you know, prayer is one of the most powerful remedies or stress <coughs> and people today just cannot understand this they can't get it in their heads that they need Jesus in their lives so what do we need to do is to trust in God's word today Romans 15 verse 4 says for whatever things were written before were written for our learning that we through the patience and comfort of scriptures might have hope you know so that tells me that stress is not something new. It's not something new. It must have happened many years ago. Also, but the problem, but the promises and the, our, the scriptures that we have provides us with a rich storehouse of stress relieving comfort and peace. The Bible is our remedies. The Bible is our prescription. The Bible is our medicine. The Bible is our get out. And it's because stress often results from us failing to stand upon the absolute word of God. 
doesn't matter what circumstances, what circumstances that we are in, there is an answer in the Bible for each and everything. So when we confront life's problems and dilemmas and uncertainties with the reality of God's word, we, we can effectively overcome a great deal of stress that we suffer in life today. But what about fellowship? What about fellowship one with another? Romans 15 verse 32 says, That I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may be refreshed together with you. Also 2 Corinthians 7.13 says, Therefore we have been comforted in your comfort, and we rejoice exceedingly more for the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by you all. You know, fellowship can often provide a, a remedy for stress. Studies have proved that interaction with loved ones and friends helps relieve the pressures of stress. Those who isolate themselves and withdraw from people and relationships suffer a great deal of stress-related problems. Don't lock yourself away. Don't lock your problems away. Remember, God is in control. Companionship with others provides access to warmth, love, understanding, comfort, counsel and encouragement today. You know, and this is why our brother Hayden put it in the, his devotions a few days ago. He, he said, nothing can beat our being together in fellowship. Face to face, brother and sister with brother and sister, because being together in fellowship is so important in these days. There's so many people with this stress concern, so many people with depression. God has the answer. God has the answer. And it is when we are walking close to God, this is when we find the love, the understanding, the comfort, the counsel, and the encouragement to face things of the world today. Friends, I know it's a hard thing I have spoke about this morning, but it's a thing that <coughs> concerning a lot of people in the world today. Let's just think of where we get all our answers from. Don't lock yourself away. Don't lock your problems away. Remember, the answer is there. All right.